It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig and I am born. You're born. I am born. <laughs> I am joined. I was thinking ahead to the end of the sentence. I was thinking about how I could introduce uh, the oh, fact that you're a new father yes. into your introduction. And instead, I think just saying instead, I am born. I just made myself sound like the second coming. <laughs> I am risen, Fergus yes. Craig. And uh, we're not going to talk about football today. We're going to talk about how Jesus can help your life. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, we're joined by Paul Doolin. Hello. Who is uh, a new father. Yeah. And uh, Dave Watson's not here. He's... Uh, because uh, London has a one-in-one-out policy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, since your daughter was uh, born, he's had to leave. We had to take Dave to the M25 and see him off. Yeah, you'll find your way. Hitchhiking's not as not as dangerous as it used to be. <laughs> no, probably still quite dangerous. Yeah. So uh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Your... Uh, Daughter, does she have? Have you named her? Like her middle names, like Newcastle United Football Club or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Like you get those stories. I did float the idea of if it was a boy, Rafa as a middle name. But it, did you genuinely float that? I like sort that? of did, but then I thought I don't think I could go through with it. Luckily, I didn't get the okay. <laughs> because, good. There wasn't because, a United front. Because you'd be setting yourself up for a fall. You'd be like that guy who had a tattoo of Andy Cole like the day before yeah. he signed for Man U. Because Rafa, you know, we don't know. Rafa might turn out to be the worst yeah. manager we've ever had. True. He could end up, or, you know, as we know with many pop stars or whatever, there could be a scandal coming. But I'm very susceptible to hype. You are very susceptible to it's hype. It's like the uh, the Chris Hooten tattoo I've got on my inner thigh. Just yeah, it's no longer <laughs> relevant. Inner thigh was a was an interesting choice, but yeah. So well. your daughter in the in the lifetime of your daughter, you were telling me 
Three games, three wins. Three games, three wins. And I'm going to be annoyed if that doesn't continue. Well, we just need to keep her alive, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's That's been the challenge that. so far. That's what the stats say. As yeah. long as Paul's daughter is living. <laughs> <laughs> so this I is... worry about rival fans <laughs> trying to... <laughs> oh, this is a dangerous Let's move, move on. Yeah, yeah. Does your wife listen to this podcast? No. No, it's all right then. Does your daughter... Uh, inadvertently, I think she has, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yes, since uh, your daughter was born, well, there was one game that we've already covered. And uh, then uh, last week, there was the... Uh, the, the, the uh, Cheltenham. Yes. Cheltenham uh, sort of... Uh, box. In the... In the not the League Cup, not the Coca-Cola Cup, or the Worthington Cup. Well, it's Whatever the it's EFL now. Cup. The EFL, that's it. I'm going to call it the Milk Cup. Yeah, it feels good. I thought about this uh, after last week. We were talking about the, what the names of the of the League Cup have been over the years, like the different sponsors. Mm. The first time I was aware of it, it was the Milk Cup. I was slightly after that. I think, didn't it go Milk, then Rumbelows? Then Coca-Cola was when I started. I think it's been the Coca-Cola a couple of times. Yeah. It's been the Worthingtons. Anyway, we've done this. But it was the Milk Cup in like mm. the late 80s. I find it weird that like, basically like... A, a food stuff. Can a food it. stuff. Yeah. It's like having the egg trophy. <laughs> yeah. It, or like the meat shield. Milk. Just milk. The wood cup. Ca- the wood cup. <laughs> yeah. It's just oh, just a substance. Different times, different times. So that's basically that was when we lived in a communist state. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now so, in the uh, the meat Premier League. <laughs> the meat. Yeah. So yeah, we played Cheltenham and we won, which was good two nil. But uh, Perez got two goals just after me and David said he wasn't having a good season thus far. So that was nice to see him. Yeah, get I don't think goals. you were wrong either. By the way, no, I think it was no. But it was nice to see him getting the goals and sort of remind us that he is capable. Yeah, because he got them, but not playing as a striker as well. He's playing out on the left. Yeah, but he seemed to be there or thereabouts, and we lost two strikers in that game to concussion as well, which yeah, I can't remember ever happening. By all accounts, it sounded like the Somme yeah. game. I mean, it was just... I think we'd used all three subs by about half-time, almost. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of... Um, it sounded like Cheltenham were sort of taking the I don't think it was, aggressive route. I don't know if it, it was that aggressive, it was just, though. It just sort of I think happened. it was just unfortunate. Right. Maybe it was a full moon. Could have been. <laughs> Mitrovic is the sort of guy who you would think that the new rules on concussion are sort of like aimed at. Because he... Well, didn't that happen to him last season? He refused... That was a year he was fighting, oh, yeah. refusing to go... To, to yeah, not go back on the pitch. Yeah, there was a time where he had to be dragged off. I yeah. kind of like that. I think... Yeah, definitely. Benitez was saying, though, that they would have both been fine to play against Brighton, but the rules in England are different to... Well, definitely different to Spain. I don't know if they're different to everywhere else. Well, in Spain, you can just basically <laughs> yeah. play pissed. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was. 
you know, I'm I don't I'm not a medical expert, but hey, those I'm that, you're, yeah. you're not. Yeah, I'm Jesus. sorry. Um but those rules were they seem like a good idea. Especially considering we did actually have a spare striker, so that was all Yeah. Right. They're annoying at the time, but it's very rare you're gonna get two players out with concussion unless teams start targeting them. <laughs> <laughs> Try and concuss them. Yeah. Uh, so, don't have a lot to say about the Cheltenham game. Uh, good to see that we've won it. Who have we got in the uh, in the cup? Oh, it's another home draw. Was it Wolves? It is. Yes, it's it's Wolves at home. Who you'd have to say, you know, Wolves are. In fact, what we've got is Wolves twice in a week. Yes, at home. I wonder if they'll, if the Wolverhampton Wanderers will decide to sort of make a week of it in Newcastle. Will they bother going home? Who knows? In between games. That's what they'll be asking on the Wolves podcast. It's good to see we did take a cup game seriously. We made quite a few changes, but that seems to be the case before every league game now. So how, in what sense did we take it seriously? In the sense that we won? We had Mitrovic... Play. We had a strong lineup. It wasn't just the kids playing. No. Well, we don't seem to have any kids anymore. No. It's like Jamie Sterry. He's gone out on loan He's just gone out alone. On, on loan. That's one thing we've not mentioned yet. We're broadcasting on deadline day. Yes. I don't know how you all like to spend yours, but we're having a traditional deadline day. Yeah. Fergus is glazing the ham. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wrapping deadline day presents. Deadline days. We're doing this as well. We're each sat in a car in our driveways with a microphone out the window in Harry Redknapp deadline day style. <laughs> There'll be this. I think we're approaching the time in I don't know five years time. Five years time, people will be saying that laughing at the idea that deadline day was like a phenomenon. Yeah, it feels like it's got even more obscene this year. Like yesterday on Sky, Sky Sports were trumpeting the fact that they'd gone over £1 billion spent this window as though it was amazing and not a depressing (laughs) indictment of how much we spend on football. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we are on uh, deadline day, which means that you know things that we don't. Right now, this is where we are on deadline day. We're both checking our phones. Yeah. Let's just talk about Sissoko right now. Okay, we'll, we'll get on to the Brighton game in, game in a minute. Now you've mentioned deadline day, let's do yes. it. I mean, it's, it's going against the traditional order of the show, but what the heck? Do it. Why not? Um, so as it stands, I believe Mr. Sissoko is in London. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. He's been allowed off France duty. Yeah, he was in Paris, I think. He was was at, uh, what's it called? Clairefontaine? Yeah, that Uh, place. He was there. He's been allowed off to go and sort out his transfer deal. But at the stage that that was arranged, no one knew where he was going. Well, there was a bid from Spurs this morning of 18 million, which, considering we've been quite clear... 35 million is the asking price. Well, now as it stands, the asking price that we supposedly will not budge from is 30 million, mm. which, which we're prepared to take in six easiest installments. It's quite, of five that's the million. first time I've heard a club 
saying how they're willing to take the money as well. I don't know why that's come out. I don't know. Do you think Tottenham would set up like a direct debit? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that would be a direct debit you'd really want to remember to cancel. Yeah. That would be great, though, ten years later. Still, we're still playing Newcastle <laughs> five million every half year. Um, so there's, I mean... We but might, considering they sold Ryan Mason for, like, eight, was it 18 million or something like that? Where has Ryan Mason gone? Is it Hull? Right, okay. But either way, Sissoko is a, a far better player. And in a transfer window where Sadio Mane is going for 35. My friend texted me today... Spurs fan is Sissoko a good signing for Spurs Fergus if it happens and this is my reply I'll just read it out depends on if he can be asked unbelievably talented but spends a lot of time with his hands on his hips and not tracking back spent the entirety of last season moaning he should be playing in Champions League scored one goal and we got relegated like I say though can be amazing. I mean, yeah. it, can, it could be a brilliant side. I'd say that's a better question than is Suzuko a good player? Because he's clearly a very, very good player. Yeah. But a good signing, I'm not sure he would be for most clubs. It depends His on the His reply was, won't get away with that at Spurs. Poch would get mad. Well, you look at... Okay, I don't know. We shouldn't go on too much about Spurs, but Eric Lamella is one of the few players I can think of who was a sort of a fancy Dan player who's been turned around into a bit of a workhorse. You don't see very well, there often. There you go. Yeah, maybe they'll so be able to do that with Sissoko. They could. But it seems to be Everton are the front runners now. Yeah, I mean, earlier it's on It's changing day, as we speak. It's deadline day. What's going on, Jim? I just mean generally. Okay. I mean, earlier on I'd heard that Everton had like publicly said they're not interested. Ah. But yes, it now sounds like Everton. Who knows? I mean, Dave Watson predicted that there was a 100% chance that Musa Sissoko would never play for Newcastle again in this spell. I don't know. I think if we don't get a bid of probably over 28 million, yeah, I, I don't would, think he'll go. If I was... I mean, the irony is he'll be listening now, knowing stuff that we don't know. But it's currently... Dave 18- or Musa Sissoko... <laughs> Both of them. Uh, it's currently 18 minutes past six. If I was Dave right now, I'd be getting a little bit nervous. Because if he doesn't, if it doesn't go through, we've still got to pay him the money. Yeah. I would have thought he'll get some games. Yeah. Right. Because you've got now, you He'd can't tear pay, apart he, the championship. We've it, already signed his replacement in Diame, and it looks to be working. But And, and uh, what's his name? Christian... Atsu uh, Isn't he a left back though No No Come on get it together Oh the Chelsea one Sorry yes The Chelsea one Yeah That's true Christian Oh come the on The Ghanaian It is Atsu yeah Yeah good I've said it right Yeah Christian Atsu He seems like he might be another Bit of a Sissoko player He's very fast If that's all I know about He's him He's fast He can be on the wide I th- yeah, I look forward to seeing him. He seems like one of those people who's been sort of like uh, fancied for a long time. Yeah. hasn't actually done much. He's had good loan spells apart from when they're in the Premier League. So he's been to Germany, done well there. That's and he it. was player of the tournament for the last African Cup of Nations. 
So he's clearly good. Yeah. Yeah, but then he had a Bournemouth loan spell where I don't think he played a Premier League game. Well, I think he'll play... He won't play a Premier League game with us this season. No. But I think he'll get some game time. And it's, yeah. it's a proper signing. It's something we've needed as well, sort of out-and-out out winger. Matt Ritchie's shown like the difference that can make to our side. Yes, I guess we've signed uh, Atsu. We were going to be signing... Callum Kano- McManaman. We're, well, before that, we were oh. going to be signing Canockhart. <laughs> from Brighton and on the is it pronounced cannot now this is this... where I was at right yeah I was watching the Brighton game and they were pronouncing it cannot cart and I was yeah. like at first I was all smug like ha 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 what idiot, idiots as if they didn't know yeah but then you I'm see the second half but then you see the second half of his name it's A-E-R-T it's like a Dutch name right or something yeah so I don't think they've just I don't think the commentators are the sort of people that see the word knife and say knife. I don't They've, know. I, I'm assuming that they're saying Canockart on good authority. They've, it, they have seen the letters K and N together before. Because we were linked quite heavily with him. And if that, is, if that is the pronunciation of his name, I'm dead against us signing him. Good. Well, it's, it's, I think it's your lucky day because that's not gone It through. just makes you sound like you've got a cleft palate. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. And now we've got... Atsu. Now, what was I going to say about Sissoko? Fuck it. Like, he's, <laughs> you'll, uh, you might as well make a prediction now. Just give yourself the opportunity to sound like a tit. I think he'll go for 30 million to, to Everton. But I reckon about 11.30, Sky Sports will suddenly start going, oh, we think Chelsea are interested and they won't be. Well, Chelsea... Yeah, that was the other one. They were supposedly interested today. And then... Oh, God, it's all going off. See, we're both on our phones. Sorry about this. Oh, oh and that, that'll that be Musa now. Let's <laughs> bring him up. He's, he's stuck in London with nothing to do. So he is in London today. So we, yeah. We could reach out. Now, uh, yes, because that's what I was going to say. I hope I'm not wrong in saying, Yes, Musa, give us a second. <laughs> I hope I'm not wrong in saying that it's a bit different this year with the transfer window because it's the deadline for loans as well. Oh, yes, there's no so if window he, after. if he doesn't go, what's what I'm saying? If he doesn't go tonight, then he can't just go and get a loan deal. Yeah. He's, he's with us and he's either playing or not playing. So that's why if I was Dave Watson, I'd be sweating about yeah, my I'd, 100% prediction. I'm not with Dave at all on that. I think... I'd put the chances of him going at 75%. Yeah, okay, well, I'll tally with you on that. So let's tell you what, we'll we'll assess the new um, signings in a minute. Did you watch the Brighton game, Paul? I thought it felt like last time we were in the Championship where we just looked like we we could have gone up another gear if we needed to, but we just dominated it. And Brighton, coming into it, I was a bit worried as well after the Huddersfield and the Fulham games. Thought yeah. Brighton are supposed to be... A proper team. Yeah. I thought they'd be a big challenge and we just... looked like we bullied them. Yeah, it's one of those things now where we definitely do have better players on the pitch than yes. most other teams. And that seems to be showing in the actual matches, which is 
fun to see. Like yeah. I always said, we were always going to win a lot more games than we won last season. And it's nice to see that coming into fruition now. Yeah. And just seeing just seeing Shelby's goal reminds you that he is actually a on his day a good Premier League player. Yeah, I'm still I'm I've been slating him a bit this season, Shelby. But like yeah. suddenly now it's the resurgence of John Joe Shelby. But I think when we saw him at Fulham, his I mean his attitude does look terrible. Another thing I've noticed with him as well, he seems to he spends a lot of the game looking like he's lost a contact lens. Like he bends over in a way no one else does. I've seen he's that. like almost at ninety degrees, just searching the floor. You just, I think someone needs to tell him to just stand up. What's going on, John Joe? If you're listening, get in touch. Have you lost your contacts at Newcastle Nasser on Twitter. <laughs> what is going on there? But I thought that was his first goal as well. He's going to need to start scoring more for the position he's in. But it was good seeing. A midfield, him and Hayden together looked solid. It was almost a four-four-two. We were playing or like a four-four-one-one. It didn't look like we missed having the extra midfielder there. They looked able to dominate that Brighton team together. So, so hang on. So who was up top? Perez. Perez on his own, but with uh, what's his name, Diame, just behind in like the number ten role. Yeah, Diame looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks like he. He looks like Sissoko. He looks able to just bully players out of the way. Like if he gets a head of steam up, he can just run through people. I like seeing that. And you see, like his fitness still isn't amazing, but he's only going to get better. That's good. And uh, uh, Gufran. Yeah. We talked about this a bit on the last project uh, podcast. It's nice to see Gufran... I mean, I know, like all Newcastle fans, he sort of became the punchline to a joke, really, didn't he? Johan mm. Gufran. But uh, he was still like a player who's got something to offer. And Rafa seems to have given him some confidence, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was his 100th game as well. And he's, I didn't realise he scored 12 goals in that time, which well, he's, is a pretty decent return. I mean, he's... Well, it's not He started by... But, but for a midfielder... Yeah. It's like one in eight. Well, he's had little spurts, hasn't he? Mm. There were, there's been like little three or four game spells where he was yeah. scoring and assisting and all of that. And then there were like long periods where nothing was happening for him. But but he's the sort of player... It's like last time he went down again when Gutierrez suddenly became amazing just because of the level of opposition. I could see Gufran, if he does stay, which I kind of hope he does being tailor-made. Well, there's no talk of him going today, is there? No, but there was previously. It was thought that he would go before the end of the window. I'm pretty sure that's not happening. No, I don't think he will. But I think he'll be just a really good option to have. Yeah, you you wouldn't say he'll be one of the first names on the team sheet every week. No. But, but, but I be. think he appeals to Benitez's... He seems able to follow instructions and work hard. And do the actual defending. And a great old uh, strike hitting the bar. I do love an out-of-the-box strike that hits the bar. Yeah, especially a cut inside 30-yarder. Yeah, they're almost... They're they're more aesthetically pleasing than ones that go in. Especially like when they don't clip the bar and go out, just properly hammer back off. What if we change the rules of football where... Now... 
here we go. <laughs> what if we change the full rules of football to like if you hit the bar, you get two goals? Well, if you hit the bar from outside the box, you get two goals. I don't think it's going to work. Come on, Paul. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. You're on your no. own. No, yeah, it's not going to happen, is it? So uh, that was from Gufran. Who else? Well, obviously LaSalle. there was a goal from the uh, cell, which was a really good header. Yeah. And uh, good delivery from Matt Ritchie. Nice to see us scoring a goal from a set piece. Two goals from set pieces. Yeah. Like unheard of in yeah. previous seasons. You there would- is things like that that, that are going to get us out of this division. We do seem to have some proper set piece takers. Yeah. Again, since Kabai left, uh, we've been lacking. Of course, Shelby was there most of last season, but. Mm. But like in Richie and Shelby, there's two good free kicks. I think Richie, in a way, helped with the Shelby goal because they were both either side. Yeah. Richie is our main set piece taker, but the keeper can't comfortably will pick he look, a side. Well, he looked wrong footed, didn't he? The keeper yeah. couldn't. I don't think there's much he could have done. It was good here. Did you see Ian Holloway on Sky Sports? He no. he loved that free kick. Did he? <laughs> he was just talking about it for ages and just saying like the wall couldn't have done any more, the keeper couldn't have done any more. It's just unsavable. I think true, a lot actually. of that comes that, from yeah. having Richie there where you can't predict where it's gotta go, so you can't hedge your bets really. You have to stay in the middle. That means either of them could have scored that free kick if they'd hit it perfectly to that side. And of course, Dwight Gale got a, a scored a free kick for us this season. Already. Yeah. So, yeah, look out, defences of the championship. Mm. Free kick wise, we're coming for you. We gave away a lot of free kicks as well. I think we were quite lucky that Brighton didn't seem to be that physically good on right. set pieces. Do you think? Uh, how did you feel about the defence? I the thought game? they were good. The, the worrying thing, not necessarily a defensive thing, but two bookings for dissent seems to be, I think we've still got a little bit of that player mentality of we're Premier League players, so we're going to argue with the ref. Who got those? LaSalle and... Wait, let me see. Not Richie. Oh, sure. uh, right, okay. Yeah. But I think that's something we need to stamp out quickly because that's the rules this season as well. It's not just a championship thing. Every season that happens, I don't understand it. Every season they start the season saying that we're really stamping down on dissent now mm. and these are the rules. And they never stick to it. Well, it's, it's like, like the holding in the box thing as well. They won't stick to that, but they'll do it for long enough where it looks like they've tried to stamp it out. Yeah, but if you stick to it for two weeks, then you don't change behaviour unless you stick to it. Yeah. Unless it gets to the point where managers have to go seriously stop getting yellow cards for dissent because it's affecting I think that'll start to happen because Richie's had two now I think for dissent already this season right and he seems like a nice quiet boy I don't know why that is well he's got a gob on him yeah once he once he steps across that white line Paul he's like me it's true he just yeah mind you there's nothing wrong with it's quite nice to have players who have a bit of a gob on them certainly yeah. So, should we talk about the new signings then? Yeah. I mean, we both know loads about them because we've scouted them for a long time. Yeah, we all know a lot about the signings. Although, I don't, just as a separate thing with new signings, I don't know if you've seen Sky Sports News this year, the way they're comparing players. They're using football manager stats yeah. as facts. <laughs> 
So yeah, you see like them including comparing... like bravery. Yeah. yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah. So Dave Watson, being the autistic that he is, has <laughs> like sent me sort of um, a paragraph on a few of the signings, which is uh, very much appreciated. And what he's gone so far as to, with our new signing, Ashraf Lazar, he's, he's put in brackets underneath the phonetic spelling. <laughs> he's the one from Napoli, isn't he? Is it Napoli? Or? Well, do you know what? He hasn't put where he's from, <laughs> from but he's like, he's Algerian, isn't he? Or is yeah. He, or, or Moroccan. This is another worry, because we've got a lot of players. If you look at the guy, no, He's from Palermo. Palermo. Palermo, that's it. But we've got a lot of players who are eligible for the African Cup of Nations. Ooh, is that this winter? Oh, would they? If you're looking for people who don't you quite know the facts... But regardless, whether it's us. this winter or next, there's a lot of players that could suddenly be out at the same time. That's a good point. But um, I've had a look at the video of him. and uh, I imagine that's just full of normal passes, nothing spectacular. Of course, yeah. No, but what it does show is that he's, he's the sort of uh, left-back that I like. Left-backs are always way more fun than right-backs, aren't they? Yeah. He's... Um, He's a nippy little guy with a few tricks, lots of nice close control and supposedly quite suspect defensively. I but, quite like that, though. Yeah, it's what you want. It's just it? nice to have a left back. It's just not, yeah. Because the frustrating thing with Paul Dummett is... I think Paul Dummett's fine for Newcastle with our current squad if we were in the Premier League and defending. Because he doesn't want to get forward, he can't beat a man, but he's quite solid defensively. So I think that's why when you look at teams like West Brom that are linked with him, it's teams that are going to defend and counter-attack. Whereas we, it'll be nice to have someone who's going to take players on and get forward and try and whip crosses in. We've not had that for... Have we had that since Jose Enrique? I can't think of one really. No, and I don't know if Jose... Well, he did that, that one good season for us, didn't yeah. he? But, um, yeah, I don't know how about the standard of his crossing. Oh, I'll tell you what there were on that video, mm. right? Now, this in, this shows that in some respects you can get some stuff from, from videos. There were a couple of, like, 35-yard screamers from him. Nice. Now, you can't stick a 35-yard screamer on a video unless you've scored one. No, so, although hasn't Haidara I don't know if Paul Dummett's least... done that. Oh, he has against... Was it Man U? 35-yard screamer. Well, it was a deflected screamer. Def- deflected, sort of rolled in. the last-minute draw that we had? These were proper, like, Roberto no. Carlos. Maybe not. Lauren Robert-like strikes. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be, that'll be nice if he does that, you know. It's just nice that we've got a good amount of fullbacks for each side now. Well, we have just loaned out Jamie Sturry, so... Yeah, but we've got... Jesus or Jesus Gamers, who supposedly plays both sides. Yeah, and DeAndre Yedlin. And you were telling me that Hamez is, um, according to FIFA, our according best player. According to FIFA, yeah. Interesting. Mm. And then we've also signed DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah. Who again is very quick. It just seems like we, a lot of our signings are injecting a lot of pace into what's been 
quite a slow team. Which will be fun. Now, he can play right back, can't he? Yeah, he is a right back. As far as I know. Yeah, but he can also play... I think he can play left. Can he play left as well? We seem to have a lot who can double up on positions. But I think as well, when we've got players like Shelby who can actually pick a pass, the problem with... What's made Shelby look quite bad for us over the last half year is he's just having to play really speculative long balls because there's no movement, there's no running. feels like we're going to have a lot of movement now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I hope so. Um, and Yedlin is uh, American. We haven't mm. had many Americans. In no. Can you name the last one, Paul? I'd say Aguchi name- Onyewu. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's the only American we've ever had. Gucci. Yeah, maybe maybe in the championship season we might have had one. Well, we've got one now in DeAndre Yedlin, who's from Seattle. Nice. He's probably a big Nirvana fan. Frazier. Frazier, <laughs> Nirvana, DeAndre Yedlin. Pipe Place Market. <laughs> DeAndre Yedlin. He's going to have the tossed salad and scrambled eggs chant for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been to Seattle for one day with my family. For a day? Well, it wasn't like... yeah, it wasn't. You like, didn't fly to Seattle for a day and then no. fly. It wasn't a day trip. No, we were going around Washington State in Oregon when mm. I was a teenager. Did and you meet DeAndre Edlin? I may have done. I mean, I imagine he was a child at the time. Yeah. But he... Um, in Pipe Place Market, uh, they had toilet cubicles with no doors on them. Jesus. And my dad had the shits. So. <laughs> So that's that's wow. yeah that's the only time in my life I like got to like have you ever really see having, my dad with the shits. Have you thought about having your own like travel log program? Yeah, you know? places I've seen my dad with the shits. <laughs> Episode one, Seattle. Yeah, and uh, we also signed Daryl Murphy. Yeah, from Ipswich, which is a funny old one, thirty-three right? years old. Which, considering our previous transfer policy of nobody over twenty-five. It's a definite departure. Well, he's kind of like... Uh, Dave Watson said to see it as sort of like when we signed Leon Best in the Championship. Certainly not like expected to be first choice. No, but he's... I think what we've found recently with Mitrovic out is we have no physical presence really up front. And he is that kind of target man. So he's basically... Like he's got quite a good goal record, but he's good at just whacking a ball up to him and it sticks to him and you do need that for certain games well we've been saying that we needed an understudy for uh, for Mitrovic yeah which is what he is and his scoring record's pretty decent as well it's not it's not signing you're going to get excited about but over the course of a long season he'll come in and do a job well I texted my Ipswich supporting uh, mate Daryl Murphy sad to see him go good signing for us he said, we love him, great player, but general consensus is he's 34, has not been as good as two years ago, and three million was too good to turn down. He is quality, though. That's what he yeah. says. Yeah, I think Mick McCarthy said it's a good deal for everyone, and he didn't want to stop him going. And he is certainly a championship player. Yeah, and weirdly, now he's gone, his role's been filled by Leon Best, who was a free agent. Is so he's gone I, to Ipswich, yeah. Happened. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's nice to see Leon Best getting work. <laughs> and uh, we've talked about Christian Atsu, right? And basically, we don't really know. No. And is there anyone else coming in? Not, Not really. Oh, a big one that's gone, 
Emmanuel Riviere on loan. Yes, to Osasuna. Yeah. Right. So we'll Sad to see him go. <laughs> Six million pounds we paid for him. Yeah. He's ridiculous. And imagine there's a there's a barber's in Newcastle that's sad to see him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably about it, though. I imagine he was a once a week yeah. guy in the barber's. He, he had consistently new haircuts. I think that's the best thing you can say about him as a footballer. <laughs> so, yeah, there's definitely like... There's definitely some some barbers who'll be hoping that DeAndre Yedlin or Christian Atze or whatever have, you know, a penchant for a, a nice new cut. Yeah. And anything else you want to say there isn't? We're not going to be doing a podcast next week because there are... It's international break. <laughs> Boring. That is the, the first international break of the season is the worst when you just get back into the swing of watching football every week. And it's usually, or at least every two years, the first international break comes off the back of a, a terrible tournament for England. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, you guys, fuck off. But then you add to that the fact it's Allardyce as England manager and there's just... There's nothing there. Not a lot to love. Not a lot to love. Um, so our next game is... It feels like there should be more to talk about. Oh, Teote failing his medical. That's so right. he might stay. Well, but I think he will Spanish stay. clubs, two Spanish uh, first division clubs after him, as in Spanish Premier League clubs. I'm not sure I which I think it's ones. called La Liga. Yeah, you Paul. know what I mean, though. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, maybe Teoto will go. Maybe he won't. Here's a bit of fun. What's your prediction? Will Teoto be gone by the time of the next podcast, Paul? Yes. Okay, I'll say he'll stay. Well, uh, yeah, I think you're probably more likely to be right because if he can fail so you- at one medical, I don't know why he's going to pass the others. Exactly. Although, although how can CMD on pass a or In Spain, apparently, it doesn't matter if you can cast. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But if yeah. CMD on can pass a medical, exactly. then anyone can. Stephen Hawking <laughs> can pass a medical. The Feyenoord one. Got, is it Feyenoord that he's gone to? Uh, no, Ajax. De Jong. He's gone to Ajax, hasn't he? No, Tim Krull's gone to Ajax. Yeah. Tim Krull's gone. Of course. On loan, though, and signed a new contract, which is weird. That is weird. I think because he had a year left. So it's, I guess it's we're still... hoping that uh, after a loan, a year's loan at Ajax his value will go back up. And we've signed another keeper, like a 16-year-old Finnish one, I think. Right. So, so we'll probably be getting a we're game addicted in addicted to keepers. Well, there was a point last season where it was like Freddie Woodman was getting games. And yeah. Well, that was massively bad luck. Yeah, I could see it happening. I could see it happening. And, yeah, so Tio is gone. Or no, we don't no, know. He's we not. don't, yeah, we don't know. And Sissoko is a big one, really. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes. It sounds like Everton will get close to 30 million. Is the big one to talk about? Well, the one thing to talk about from the game sells. Yeah, he had a good game. Brilliant save. Yeah. I mean, that was that's an early contender for save of the season, surely. I thought it was, there were a lot of people calling for him to be dropped after. Not that many games, I think, especially when you've spent money on him. And he's the third choice Belgian keeper. 
So he's behind Mignolet and who's the... That sort of begs the Courtois. Courtois, that's it. That sort of begs the question, why is he starting for us? But that was an amazing save. Yeah. But yeah, he got... He got the other thing he does that I like is... Go on. I do love a goalkeeper with a short sleeve shirt, which you don't see very often. Yes, I like that. Yeah, it's nice. Sort of thing so you usually reason, see on a Paraguayan. Yeah. You know, South American keepers, they'll do that. Now, uh, last season, I remember a lot of people saying... Is Robbie Elliott our first choice now? Because he was our player of the season, yeah. really, wasn't he? And uh, you've got to feel sorry for Robbie Elliott a bit, haven't you? Well, he's still injured, so I think... Oh, in that case. When he comes back, who knows? Yeah. But we've... Yeah, we've got good competition for goalkeepers. I think the cruel one does make sense, in a way. Because he's Certainly. still injured as well. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm fine with that. And uh, who else has gone? Bigger Amman has gone. Adam Armstrong has gone out on loan. To Barnsley, I think, isn't it? To Barnsley. So Championship club, that's good. At least he's getting Higher to play level. in the championship. I do feel a bit sorry for him, though, that he's not playing for us. Yeah, but I think it's it would... I agree up to a point, but the way we play, I think sticking him on his own up top when we've got Gale and Mitrovic... He'd only get about five games this season. That is true. He would, but it's And I think at least him going out on loan to another championship club, he can't play against us, but he can hurt teams that are against us in a way. But if you think the last time we were in the championship, Nile Ranger got about like 25 games or something. Yeah. So, yeah, never mind. Nile Ranger now at South End. Yeah. Doing okay, I think. Doing okay, according to his Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> He's not had... Did we talk about the lesbian sleepovers he had? I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, I know that was... I think we did. That was him on Twitter, wasn't it? He just seemed to be getting women round to his house to have sleepovers with him that he live-streamed. Good for him. Yeah. We've all done it. Let's not pretend we haven't. But yeah, he's retweeted some some compliments about his performances at Southend, so unless they're like fake accounts, then... At least someone thinks he's doing well there. Although I looked on, apparently, I think he's only started one game for him, but whatever. Okay, that's it's not how you game. finish a game that counts, though. Yeah. Yeah. With a lesbian sleepover. <laughs> so that is it. Yeah, I think so. Next game. The next game is against uh, Wolves, I think. No, it's not. It's against Derby. It's another Saturday late kickoff on Sky Sports. And uh, so what do we think about that? It's away at Derby. Derby are contenders. Yeah, they're always there or thereabouts. They usually start well and then fall away and get a playoff place. We're fourth now, by the way. Yeah. Which is nice to see us rise. Um, So it's an away game, but... What do you reckon? Will we win it? Yeah, the problem is now I've gone from yeah. cautious optimism at the start after those two defeats to now I just think we're going to win every game. And we're not, and I am part of the problem. You're, you're probably the... I the, am the, the problem, the, the root problem cause problem. of it. Um, well, because I believe in your daughter... <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
I'm going to say... I'm going to say 2-1. Ah. I'm going to go 1-0. 1-0. With a very scrappy goal. What a traditional goof ran off his ass. Yeah, you take that though. Certainly. I'd love it. Yeah, I think this thing. could be a I big season get two goals if you score off your ass. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. But imagine the imagine the moves you'd see in the box with it's a, cross, a low cross coming in, everyone jumping ass first. <laughs> it starts to look like a game of Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Just people landing back first at the post. I mean, it'd be, it'd be worth test trying that out as a new rule and a testimonial or something. Just yeah. seeing what happens. I think two <laughs> goals if you cough your ass is a good rule. Yeah. Stop would, twiddling your thumb, thumbs, FIFA. Get it. Get that rule in. It would give an unfair advantage to Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> or Anita. Vernon Anita, actually, yeah. That could be the resurgence. Stick him up top. The- yeah, suddenly Vernon and Anita would... <laughs> <laughs> his value would rise immediately. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Enough about Vernon and Anita's valuable ass. MVP? Well, no, MVA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would, MVP would be the most valuable posterior. Still works. Still works. Okay. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you back on the pod. It's been a pleasure to be back. Paul, I hope you're allowed to uh, pod as often as possible now that Dave's moved up north. Um, otherwise, we're going to see some really depressing soliloquies from me. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much, Paul. Thank you very much. And thank you to you, the Newcastle Natter listener. My name is Fergus Craig. Goodbye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.